You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and I am so happy that you are here. We are on episode number 43. And today we're going to talk a little bit about taking action, imperfect action, messy action, and, and continuing to move forward, even if we're not necessarily inspired or motivated or have an exact and perfect plan in place, just moving forward. And I've got to tell you, this is hard for me (laughs) because I do like a plan in place. I do like to sort of follow a proven system and know what I'm doing before I start taking action. So that's one part of my personality. But the other part is I'm a-okay with sort of waiting for whims and nudges and whispers from the universe and something to sort of push me in the direction so then I know where I'm supposed to go next, where I'm supposed to be headed. And it's sort of two sides of the same coin. And so bear with me while I try and explain it. So I'm going to use the Crock-Pot site as an example because it worked and it got me from where I was to where I wanted to be, even though I couldn't see all of the steps along the way. I had a dream of writing books. I had no idea they would be cookbooks, Um, but I had a dream of writing books and speaking on stage and helping and teaching and guiding and mentoring and coaching. So I had that. And so I sort of had that kind of overall intention. And then I got this crazy idea to use a crock pot slow cooker every day for a year and write about it online. And so then I needed to take action. I needed to fulfill what I said I was going to do, even though a lot of the recipes were horrible and they didn't even turn out and and it was messy and it didn't work, but I continued to take action. And that's really kind of an important point for you to really think about and marinate on and see where are you doing nothing when you could be doing something because you aren't actually taking action. You aren't looking forward and seeing what the next step is. And I'm sure we've all heard the phrase leap and the net will appear. Well, I certainly don't want you leaping off of any tall spaces, but Sometimes you just have to do it. If you, if you have a vision of yourself as 
somebody who runs and is a super fit runner, but you've actually never run a day in your life, but you do want to turn into that person, well, the very first thing you need to do is to tie on those shoes and go outside and start moving, even if you've never run before, even if if you haven't researched the right shoe and figured out the perfect outfit and planned the course and logged your time and, and you don't have this like perfectly planned spreadsheet in place, that's okay. Just start going. Just start taking imperfect action. And so in personal development books and self-help books, there is this sort of overarching belief that in order to get from point A to point B or point T, U, V, W, (laughs) X, Y, Z, you have to take massive action every single day. And that goes against what I believe in and what I teach. And it most certainly does not correspond to a slow living lifestyle. Even the phrase massive action sort of gives me hives because <laughs> it sounds very sort of broish, and And I, I see Tony Robbins yelling at me from stage or Jillian Michaels on, um, the biggest loser or 30 day shred saying, don't phone it in. You've got to want this. You've got to go. Well, not every day is that way. Sometimes, sure. Sometimes you wake up and you are raring to go and you have tons of energy and tons of motivation. And then there's real life. And in real life, your energy is going to ebb and flow. Your interest in your project is going to ebb and flow. And that's okay. That is completely and totally normal. And I am happy to give you permission. If you want me to write you out a permission slip, I will do it. It is okay to phone it in. It is okay to kind of sometimes be half-assed. Not all the time. You don't want to get a reputation for being that way, but it's okay here and there. It's okay to not always give 110%, 115%. It's okay to not even give 95%. It's okay to be a C plus (laughs) when it comes to taking action and just doing what needs to be done in the easiest way, the the simplest way, in a way that is long-term and sustainable and isn't going to cause burnout isn't going to cause future health concerns, future relationship upheavals, things that happen when you are going, going, going with blinders on and you're not paying attention to all of the other stuff that is happening around you. So that's why I'm so passionate about envisioning the peace pyramid because when you have a goal in mind, when you have an idea in mind, you have to see if while you're heading towards it, if there's collateral damage that you're not paying attention to, if you're frantically trying to build a business so you can spend more time with your children, but while you're building this business, you're missing out on all of these different milestones that are happening because you're so focused on the business 
here and there, okay. But on a consistent basis, you're really going to kick yourself later down the line if you've missed an awful lot of things and important things that have happened along the way because you had tunnel vision and, and you're driving towards something head on. Because I strongly believe in getting what you want. I really do. I want you to live out the life of the dreams, but I don't want you to do it in a way that makes you feel bad or, or burnt out because you are in hustle overdrive. There's kind of this silly internet meme that goes around and it has a picture of a shark on it. And the shark is swimming with these huge, I don't know, maybe they're bloody shark teeth. And the caption of the meme says, do you think a shark doesn't do hard things on a Monday because it's a Monday? And then it says, no, a shark doesn't care what day of the week it is. He just goes around being a shark. So let's, let's break this down a bit. The issue is, is when a lot of us see this kind of meme, we get down on ourselves and we kind of just want to curl up and hide in a corner because chances are, if you actually see this meme, you're probably goofing off. You're probably scrolling Facebook or Instagram or some other social media channel. And chances are you're already feeling maybe a little bit of shame or maybe a little badly because you think scrolling is a waste of time. But you're not feeling what it is that the day has, like maybe you're procrastinating a bit, maybe you're slowly drinking your coffee and you're warming up for the day. And then you see this shark and this sort of like bro-centric hustle go. You, you, you're sitting there and you're not doing anything and you need to go out there and you need to be a shark. So I want to release you from that. I want you to stop it. <laughs> stop beating yourself up. You can still be productive and you can still live a calm, peaceful, slow life that fulfills you and makes you feel good. The two are not mutually exclusive. And then the other issue that I have <laughs> with this kind of meme is it sets up a precedent that action needs to look a certain way, and it does not. So making a list and creating a plan and breaking it down into bite-sized chunks where it feels like a no-brainer. Of course I can do that. I can do 10 minutes of yoga. I've, it's not an issue. 10 minutes, no problem. Driving and putting on my yoga outfit and finding parking and going to a Bikram studio where the class is 90 minutes and all of a sudden it's 20 minutes to get there and then I'm driving home and then I cool down and I'm a sweaty mess and then I need to take a shower and then I need to redo my hair and all of a sudden four hours have passed because I said I want to go do a Bikram yoga class. That probably isn't sustainable for all, most of us. I, I was going to say all of us, but I would say that's something that I personally am comfortable doing. I don't know, maybe once every two weeks, once a month, like doing that doesn't mean I did yoga. 
rolling out the yoga mat and sitting on it and doing some stretches counts because every little bit you do is better than nothing. So you know how cars break down quicker, faster, quicker (laughs) when the driver accelerates and then brakes. So it's go, 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 slam on the brakes. Go, 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 slam on the brakes. First of all, as a passenger, when you're in a car like that, it is horrible. You feel nauseous and it's jarring and it's uncomfortable. And also, it's bad for your car. It will break down faster. Your brain and your body is the same way. So let's go back to how you can, starting today, keep taking action. And it can be imperfect action. It can be messy action towards your dreams and goals and sort of life vision you have for yourself without burning out. So first off, we've talked about this before in previous episodes. I want you to ditch the timeline. Release the timeline. You don't need to have a hard stop end date in mind for many, 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 many of your future hopes and dreams and goals. Sure. You might have a project due at work or a manuscript deadline, or you need the house in order for your sister's baby shower. Great. (laughs) That's fine. Those can be hard stop deadlines, but personal hopes and dreams and goals and aspirations? No. Just keep making teensy tiny baby step strides towards them and trust that you will get there when you get there. So I like to use weight loss as an example for this with my coaching clients because many times we start working together after someone reaches out because they read my 246 Eat Intermittent Fasting Simplified book and they're determined to get to a certain number by a certain future date, maybe for a a friend's wedding or a loved one's wedding and they, they have this vision in mind. And so if the date is kind of far away, a good six months, eight months, great. There's plenty of time. But if the wait, if it not, excuse me, the wait, if the wedding or the important date is only in six weeks, it's, it's a different game plan. And, and I, and I don't, we, we, we just sort of coach in a different way. So if the long term goal and we're talking not necessarily for this wedding. We're talking about three years from now, five years from now, in your 70s, 80s, and 90s. If the long-term goal is to get healthy and lean and have muscle and live a long, healthy, sustainable life, hopefully free of disease and chronic illness, going on a crash diet to see an arbitrary number on the scale isn't going to matter at all in the great big huge scheme of things. But if in these six weeks or six months or eight months or whatever the timeline is, if you've drastically increased your water intake and you are regularly clocking in 10,000 steps 
and maybe you're sleeping better and you've been able to slowly increase the amount of muscle your body carries, does it really matter if you've lost X pounds? If you've really lost maybe 12 pounds instead of 15 pounds? Probably not. I'm a huge fan of believing that the effort will be rewarded. And any little bit you do is better than nothing. So it sounds silly for an affirmation, but I would like (laughs) one of the affirmations that I use for myself when I have kind of this over-daunting task is half-assed is better than nothing. And I apologize if you've got little babies in the car and they don't want to hear the word asked, but (laughs) you (laughs) you can change it. But it's okay. You do have to take some sort of action. And then, as I said in the very beginning of this particular recording episode, I like nudges from the universe. I like the idea, the feeling that I am going to get started and somehow, in some way, the universe is going to meet me halfway. But you do have to take some sort of action. You can't just sit around. Oh, I got a text. I'm going to silence this. Oh, this is my oldest. She says she's leaving for a run right now. I am going to like this text because all in all, I am still a mom first. And so I want her to know (laughs) that I'm happy that she's going on a run and good for her. Okay. So where was I? The universe meeting you halfway. And if you don't want to use the universe, you can talk about the power of prayer or God answering your prayers and meeting you halfway. That is absolutely fine. I think by now, hopefully you know that I am an equal opportunity, religiousy and spiritual being, and um, it's just fine with me. Whatever your deity of the day is, is fine with me. So it kind of reminds me of a parable that Alan Cohen, and he's the author of The Course in Miracles Made Easy, which is a great book. Um, He shares this, or he did share it in one of his Hay House radio shows, and I remember listening. And he explains that the, the weather report was sharing that a huge rainstorm was coming and, and flash floods were on the way and people needed to prepare and, and pay attention. And so the guy's listening to this news report and he has the idea that, okay, good to know, but God is going to save me. It's going to be just fine. It's not a big deal. God's going to save me, so I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just going to trust and hope and have faith, and God will answer my prayers. So it's raining, 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 raining. And the next morning, the house ends up kind of getting flooded. And so the downstairs is flooded, so he goes upstairs, and he's got his window open, and a neighbor is walking around with this great big huge ladder of some sort. And so the the neighbor pushes the ladder up to that second story window. And then the guy's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. God's going to save me. It's not an issue. Don't worry about it. 
So then the neighbor leaves with his ladder and he goes down the street and helps somebody else. So the water continues to rise. Maybe more rain is coming. So the water is rising, the water is rising. And the, the guy moves up to the third floor and he's looking out this window and then there's another neighbor and now he's in a boat. He's in some sort of rowboat and he's going around and he's collecting people. And he says, come on down, come on down. I'm, I'm going to put you in this boat and I will row you to safety. And the guy in the window is like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. God is going to save me. God is going to save me. Don't worry about it. Move on to somebody else because I'm a-okay here. So then finally, the the water is really, really rising. So he finds himself on the roof now. And then there's this news chopper going by and the news chopper helicopter. And they are calling down with a bullhorn. They're like, we're going to lower this rope ladder to you. So go ahead and climb on up and we will fly you off to safety. And the guy's like, nah, don't worry about it. Go save somebody else. God is going to save me. I, I know this. I'm, I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my bones. I'm not worried about it. God will save me. So Alan Cohen goes on to tell the story that unfortunately, this guy dies. He drowns. And the water continues to rise. And so he finds himself in heaven and he's gone through all of the different lines. And, and finally, he's right in front of God. He's like, God, what's up here, dude? What happened? I, I prayed and I'm still here. I died. And God said, Hey, I gave you a ladder. I gave you a boat. I gave you a helicopter. What more do you want from me? So there you go. So that's the moral of that story that you still have to do some thing. So in the Bible, they talk about um, that God helps those who help themselves. And that's sort of the exact same moral of that story. So yes, feel confident that the universe will meet you halfway. Feel confident that God will answer your prayers, but you do have to take action, some sort of action. Messy and imperfect is a-okay. Many yogis state that the hardest yoga move is rolling out the mat. And it's really difficult at times to just do it. But you kind of have to channel Nike every once in a while and just do it. Lace up those running shoes and tell yourself it doesn't need to be perfect. You're just going to go out there. You're just going to set a timer and jog slowly for 10 minutes. And the timer goes off, you're going to be done or you're going to turn around. And eventually, if you keep doing that, you will get stronger and you will start to enjoy the imperfect action and you'll get better and you'll want to keep going and you need to just trust the process. Same with cleaning the house. A lot of people reach out to me and they need help with their organization or somehow they've just inherited a whole nother house full of furniture and items and things like that and, and they need help purging. Just set a timer and, and clean off one section and open one box or clean off one kitchen counter. You'll feel better about yourself. And when the timer goes off, you get to decide. 
if that's enough or if you want to reset it and keep going. You are the adult in the room. You are the the sort of architect and, and builder of this life that you are trying to live and, and you're creating it for yourself. And yes, sit, meditate, daydream, journal, but then take some sort of action or you're always going to be in the exact same spot and you will not end up feeling calm, peaceful, fulfilled, and proud of yourself. And then the last way, the last way a lot of people unfortunately talk themselves out of taking action, it's embedded in fear. Fear that you're not going to do it right or fear that it's not going to be good enough. So why even bother? And this definitely holds an awful lot of people back. But I want you to know that any little bit you do is better than nothing. So let's go back to the mantra. Half-assed, better than nothing. I, ha- If you've been on my list for a while, you may have seen an email that I sent out because in at one point I went to some writing seminars and the speaker there was talking about writing. Hang on, I'm going to pause this and get chilled now. You are so noisy, dude. Go. Okay, so I once was in a writing seminar and the instructor was talking about how writers write. Even when you don't necessarily want to write, you just do it. And she asked that we all envisioned a sandbox and it's an empty sandbox. And at the end result is this beautiful sandcastle. But to get started, you just have to shovel the sand in. Just keep shoveling it in. So for writers, it's maybe writing a thousand words a day or 500 words a day, but just keep doing it. And it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to be wonderful, but get the thoughts out, let them tumble out. And then later go back and take the time to edit and, and make sandcastles. And you do that when you are inspired, when you are in a good mood because real life has ups and downs and bends and in-betweens. And I promise you that if you are feeling unmotivated and discouraged and in despair today, that doesn't mean next Wednesday you're going to feel the same way. No, but next Wednesday, you're going to be so proud of yourself if even on those off days, you continue to do some Thing. You continued to move forward in some way and take messy action. Okay. Thank you, Slow Down Society. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. And again, sharing is caring. If this resonated with you in any way, share it with your friends, share it with your family. I am here. I'm happy to help. And if this was helpful to you, 
chances are it's helpful to someone that you know and love also. Tag me at any time. I'm at Stephanie O'Day. Email me at stephanieoday.com. I answer my own email. I'm always here to help. If you think that one of the reasons you're not moving forward is you have some sort of fear or a mindset block, I do have free 30-minute consultation calls. And if you would like, I am happy to hop on the phone with you and I'm happy to listen and see if I can sort of guide you into taking the next imperfect messy action steps. And you can add yourself to my calendar at stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset and I will help and we will get you from where you are to where it is you want to go. So have an absolutely lovely and wonderful day. Move forward slowly. Consider yourself loved and hugged and I will talk to you next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.